An icon, by definition, is a person regarded as a representative symbol that's worthy of extreme respect. The difference between me and other people is when they picture an icon, they picture someone they've seen on TV before. I picture myself. This podcast isn't for the faint of heart or the easily offended. So if you're ready to go, hop in. Hey everyone, good afternoon. I hope everyone is having a great start to your week. Um, Thank you for tuning in as usual. I love all of the positive feedback I receive from you guys. It really makes me so happy, which is why even though I'm really not in the mood to be recording a podcast, to be quite honest, I am doing it anyway. So Basically, like, I think a common theme that I'm learning lately is that, you know, you're not always going to feel super inspired or super motivated or super happy or high vibration. And that doesn't mean that your work is supposed to stop. So, I mean, it's tricky, right? Because we all need mental health days. We all need to take a step back and to relax and recover and, you know, just give our bodies and listen to our bodies and our minds and give us our, ourselves that love and that respect to take a pause, right? But I think that there is a difference between respecting your body's needs to take a day off and using your mental health or wherever you're at as a crutch or as an excuse to not propel forward. And I think that it's all kind of about learning to differentiate the two and deciding, okay, like, am I, am I, am I really helping anyone? Am I really helping myself by avoiding doing the work and showing up for my, your audience, depending on what you do, it's like showing up for whatever it is (laughs) you do on a day-to-day basis. Because, you know, for me, I feel like one of the things that really keeps me going is knowing the positive impact that me showing up has on my clients and on my audience. And so if I just allow myself to push through the pain push through the heart ache and the heaviness and continue to show up for you guys, I feel like I'm helping myself and I'm also helping you. Uh, because I don't know if you've heard the saying, you know, make your pain your purpose, but I think that it's very real. And my podcast is kind of structured, not just around helping you guys be your most iconic self, which is something that I do want to do, but also to kind of learn alongside you guys. So as I learn things, I want to teach them to you guys. And I want to think out loud and literally just be on the same learning curve as all of you, because it it's, that's just the kind of energy transfer that I would like to have associated with my podcast. I feel like a lot of people talk about things in a way that's like, hey, like, you know, I'm an expert on this or I know a lot about this. And like some of the things I I will say I'm pretty, pretty well versed in. But when it comes to mental health and confidence and all of that, you know, I'm not perfect. I never, ever would claim to be. And I think that learning alongside you guys is the most real way and the most authentic way that I can show up. So 
kind of like a few different things I want to talk about today. Number one, I want to talk about um, like authenticity in your business and as a personal brand or just in your everyday life. And I also want to talk about how to be there for yourself and to be able to comfort and cheer yourself up and be your own shoulder to lean on sometimes. So basically for me, I just feel like, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like if I've been in a little bit of a slump for a while, I start to feel like I am a bother to those around me and I don't want to let my negativity rub off on others. And I feel like I don't want to be selfish by asking too much of other people. And there's only so much that of, of sadness and of depression that other people can can hold on to for you. And you know what? We've all been the friend that's helped someone out of a depression and we've all been the person that is depressed that needs someone else, right? But there has to be a certain level of accountability where, you know, your happiness really does fall into your own hands. It is your responsibility to make you happy. So there is certain like tactics that I've started to do to try to be there for myself because at the end of the day, you're the person who knows you the best and you know how to be there for yourself in a way that no one else can. So like, have you ever wanted like a certain kind of comfort from people in your life? And you're just like, ah, like, I know you're trying, but that's not the kind of comfort that I really need. Or like, there's something missing. And it's really because no one knows you like, you know, you and we also shouldn't put that responsibility on other people to hundred percent make us happy or feel better. You know, there's only so much that others can do. So for me, um, learning that because I have, I have a lot of anxiety and, you know, I've been doing a lot of energy work and it's clearing a lot of it away, but it's still not completely gone and certain things will trigger it and make it worse. And, you know, I think I mentioned in my last episode that I have broken out in this like crazy rash all over my body. Um, I found out that it's called pityriasis rosea and basically it just starts with like one random big patch. And then after a few days, it makes its way across your whole body um they just kind of look like big hives and they are itchy and um i would be lying if i didn't say or whatever that it's lowered my confidence a bit it's made me feel a little bit insecure about my body i'm grateful that it's not that noticeable and when i'm wearing clothes but at the end of the day it's just another thing to add to the piling list of things that i feel are um (laughs) just overwhelming me in my life right now. So sorry if I'm getting a little choked up, but basically, you know, trying to just take every day as it comes. And, um, the reason that I brought that up is because seeing my body kind of like do me dirty in a way is just, um, it sucks. Cause it makes me realize that I am a little bit disconnected from my body right now and disconnected from myself And also because of the way that I view illness, I do fully believe that disease is just dis-ease, which means that um, this rash that I have on my body is caused by the way that I have been thinking. It has been caused by my vibration. It has been caused by just the low level of thinking that I have been kind of embodying on and off for a little while now. So I know for a fact that this rash is fully a cause or fully related to everything else going on in my life, whether or not like modern medicine wants to admit that. So it's just been like, damn, okay, well, I know that things are really off within me if this is happening. So thank God for the energy work that I've been doing, which has been really helping me keep 
uh, my anxiety at bay more than it usually would be. You know, I feel like a lot of stuff's going on. We are having, my boyfriend and I are having um, some construction being done here again. So we're heading to Fort Lauderdale for a week, which with my cat, which is totally cool and all. It's just like, I've been constantly on the, on the go. I feel like lately. And thankfully due to my energy work sessions, I have been able to stay mostly grounded throughout all of that, but it's been a lot. So, you know, I just, it's, it's just feels like, um, I would like, I'm like gasping for, for air, I guess. Like I keep feeling like I'm being pushed underwater um, just from just constantly being on the go or just needing to extend my energy in different locations, different places, um, which I'm really still excited to go there. I know it's going to be fun, um, but it's just like everything's just so crazy for me mentally and energetically right now. I just... I am going through so, so many like changes and breakthroughs and pain and just like, I don't even know how to describe it. I know a lot of people are experiencing the same thing though. So um, basically, I guess what I'll start by saying is that when it comes to comforting yourself, like especially for those of us with anxiety or depression, um, one of the things that I never really thought to do before recently is to hug myself so I'm gonna I have to make this comparison because it makes sense. Like you know how masturbating is is normal. Like if you want to feel pleasure and you're not around other people or you don't have a relationship or you don't want to have casual sex, then you masturbate and you feel pleasure and that's it's good enough. Or it, it's personally for me, I think really great. <laughs> but I know some people don't don't like it as much as others. Anyway, um. So if, if masturbating to give yourself pleasure is considered normal, then why are other forms of like taking care of yourself physically not normal? So like giving yourself a hug, I feel like is not really that normal in just the regular world and like, you know, petting yourself and like giving yourself, um, like calming words. I feel like those aren't talked about as much. So something that I've been trying to do is when I feel heavy in my heart space or when I feel unworthy or I feel like I have a lot of anxiety and I'm alone and I don't really want to reach out to anyone, um, I will literally just wrap my arms around myself and I will like rub my shoulders and just like, like go, I'll either go like, shh, it's okay, it's okay. Or I'll tell myself words that will make me feel um, less sad and worthless. So um, doing that has actually really helped a lot. Um, I feel like there's such an empowering energy behind just being there for yourself and not looking for external sources to be there for you. Um, because at the end of the day, like you really, really do only have yourself. Like if everything else is taken away from you, the one thing that can't be taken from you is yourself. So I feel like setting yourself up for success by being your number one fan and being there for yourself in your darkest times is equally as important as, you know, all the other aspects of confidence, because um, it's like if, if you're not showing up for yourself when you're sad, then how are you then then you're only showing up for yourself when you feel like a bad bitch. It, it's just it doesn't make sense. If you can't handle yourself at your worst, then you don't deserve yourself at your best. And I feel like that's where true confidence and true peace and true happiness comes from is from being able to show up for yourself at your darkest times. Um, 
So that's what I've just been trying to do a little bit more. And also I like have noticed that I'm doing pretty good with my anxiety and with my mental health. Um, most of the time ish outside of if I've had alcohol. So like the day after I drink these days, my anxiety comes back full force. It's so heavy. It's like, yeah, I'm sure you guys all know what anxiety feels like. It's like hangover anxiety. It's the worst shit ever. And like, you know, I, I feel like, um, it's just such a setback for me. And I know I've talked to you guys before about being sober curious and, you know, I just keep coming back to that. And I think the hardest part about wanting to be sober is that, you know, like when you feel sad and when you feel lonely and like things are just hard, it's so easy to want to like drown that in wine or just a little bit of alcohol just to kind of take some of the edge off. And especially for someone like me who doesn't smoke weed, like it, that is my one area of calm. And it's just so easy to want to fall into that instead of like really sitting there with your feelings. So it's just one of those things that I have to keep trying to do and I want to do because, you know, the effects are very apparent for me. Um, so when I am feeling that anxiety, I feel like that's when like my hugging thing has really come into play, especially because my boyfriend has been out of town the past two weekends for family matters. So I really have been like sitting here in our apartment alone, um, just like dealing with my anxiety and being so on edge. So yeah, I feel like self-hugging is really good. Also just like showering multiple times a day, like shaving my body just to feel cleaner. Um, you know, doing my skincare routine. Um, stretching is a huge one. Um, shaking off some static, uh, stagnant energy, um, ecstatic dancing when I feel called to do it. These are all things that I'm trying to do to show up for myself. Um, and, but I really think like the main ones are for, if you're, if your love language is physical touch, like mine is, then I feel like the physical touch ones should be your main love language for yourself. So my love languages are like main ones would be gifts and physical touch. So I will like buy myself food and I will hug myself and, you know, just try to treat myself the way that I would want to be treated by someone else in those times when I am alone. And when I do feel like I need to regain my power with myself. Um, and yeah, so I feel like that, like it has just been definitely revelation for me especially like if I'm laying in bed and I'm anxious and whatever, like I'll just like start like tickling my arms or like rubbing my legs just to feel comfort. Um, and you know, it just kind of soothes me a little bit. Um, yeah. So that's something that I've been working on and also, you know, just like trying to stay active because when you're not active, like your mental health just goes to shit. Like I don't understand how some people don't work out because if I didn't work out, I think that I would just be the most depressed person on earth. So working out doesn't have to be so aggressive. You can just go for walks and, um, jump rope or something. I don't know, but, um, yeah, so that's what I've been trying to do. I've been trying to give myself a lot of, uh, physical touch hugs and comfort in that way. Um, what else is new? So, okay. Yeah. So I guess now let's segue into showing up authentically, uh, in your business and in your personal, just your image in general. So 
Uh, I'm sure you've seen people say like authenticity is key. Authenticity always wins. Um, And it's so, so fucking true because I feel like it's so easy to want to pretend like your life is perfect and like everything's okay all the time because a lot of us have this fear that if we show our vulnerable side, if we show that things are not okay, then we will lose respect and that the perfect image of us will be shattered and then maybe we'll be seen as a fraud or like we won't be taken seriously or for those of us who own our own businesses, like, you know, what if I, what if clients don't want to work with me anymore? Especially for me doing brand consulting, like even though brand consulting is not really just like, it's not an, it's not supposed to be an emotional thing, but with my clients, it ends up being an emotional thing because a lot of the times the way businesses are run are directly related to our personal lives and our emotions and they get in the way. And so my clients and I do have a lot of like more emotional talks about things. So I feel like it would be so easy for me to want to just have this brave front that shows that I just like, I'm so level-headed. Like I don't have any mental health problems. My shit's together completely because then my clients will um, trust me and respect me and want the same things for themselves and so on and so forth. But the thing is, it's not, it's like not realistic to be that way. And I also know for a fact that me showing up authentically is the reason why people want to work with me because then when you show up authentically people will relate to you and they realize that even though you are this um like fun bubbly confident person you also do have a real human experience just like them um i love when i see uh people that i admire or have worked with uh showing up authentically and being vulnerable because it's just raw it's real it's what makes us human and having those human connections is what life is all about. So for me, I think when I finally just said fuck it and I started showing up authentically, it was like when I de- uh, deactivated my Twitter or I didn't deactivate, I just deleted the app. But when I deleted my Twitter app, I stopped being so worried about being judged because people were just really cruel on there and like nitpicked everything everyone said. It wasn't a healthy environment for me. And then once I started showing up um, on Instagram more, I just felt like this wave of like my throat chakra just opening the fuck up and I was ready and I just started being me completely. And that is when I really started having a huge connection with my audience. And I think that if I would have just kept doing things the way I was doing them before, I would not have the clients I have today. I would not have the impact I have today. And I might not even have this podcast because before when I started this podcast, my first episode, I edited the shit out of it. And I was so, so self-conscious. I didn't want to stutter or say, um, I wanted everything to be so professional and like organized and just perfect. And then... I realized that that would not be authentically me. Like, even my mom told me, like, that I should hire someone to edit my podcast and, like, whatever and and have, like, stuff written out beforehand to talk about and bullet points. And it's just that kind of stuff has never resonated with me. I mean, if that makes you feel good, then do life that way. But I cannot do life that way. I am more of, like, a wing it kind of girl. I really am. Because I feel like then I can show up exactly how I am and it works for me and it definitely resonates with all of you which 
you know, I will say there is some imposter syndrome there because I do still wonder like, holy shit, like people really listen to this. <laughs> so but it's crazy and I really love it. So it, no matter what your field is, no matter if you work for someone else, if you work for yourself, no matter what kind of person you are, if you're a man, woman, they, them, any of the above, like when you show up authentically, people are more drawn to you. They respect you more. Like, it's just like anyone that, anyone that uses your vulnerability as like a sign that you're not worthy. That's like a person that actually has a lot of inner work to do on themselves. And they are projecting that onto you because everyone at the end of the day wants the courage to show up authentically. Everybody wants to be able to speak their truth. That is why we're here to just like remember who we are and who we came on this earth to be. So the more that you show up as yourself, authentically you, the more that you will get closer to your highest self. Um, Yeah. So some of the ways in which I have been trying to implement, 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 authenticity into my life and my business and my social medias has been number one I have been doing long form Instagram captions instead of just like some like cute little saying or whatever I started implementing long form Instagram captions which I learned as a tip not even I learned this as a tip from Okay, so I learned this as a tip from Emma Capotes. I took her social media course, which was awesome. She really knows her shit, so go check her out. Um, I feel like originally I did started doing the long form thing as like a strategy, but then like I realized that it just makes so much more sense to tell people what's actually going on and like my thought process behind each photo than just to make like caption like Happy Friday or something stupid like that. Um, so if you aren't doing long form Instagram captions, just give it a shot because it's so much more relatable to people and people really like reading like people. I always thought people weren't going to read it, but then I realized, no, like they, they are reading it and like they do comment back and like we have like a discourse about things and I feel like that's just so much more relatable and it resonates with people so much more and it gives you such a stronger online presence when you are sharing real things about your life and not just like random emojis. Um, I also, number two, like I haven't really as much lately, but I want to get back to it. Number two is to post actively on your stories or I guess on your TikTok of you just like talking, um, sharing things, checking in with your audience, um, just being you, I feel like it's, it's, it's so much cooler to follow someone who you feel like you actually know them. Something a lot of my followers have told me is that they feel like they really know who I am from following me and they feel like we're friends and they feel like, like we just know each other. And I love that because that is exactly what I'm trying to do. I want you guys to know who I am. I want you to see exactly the kind of person that I am and hear what my thoughts and Um, I don't want it to be like when you meet me in person, I'm different than what you expected. I want it to be like, this is who the fuck I am through and through. And you can see that shining through on my social media. So that really all leads back to just defining a really strong personal brand. And one big part of that is just being authentic and showing up exactly as you are. I would love to know ways that you guys show up for your authentic selves. Send me a message, send me an email, whatever. Um, I also wanted to let you guys know that um, if you have been thinking about 
signing up for brand consulting with me, just know that it also can apply to your personal brand. It does not need to be for like an official LLC style business, um, but I'm having so much fun working with my clients and I would love to have you. So if you are interested in hearing more, please send me a message. My email is hallie at seriouslyhallie.com. You can just apply straight through my website on seriouslyhallie.com or shoot me a DM on Instagram. Um, yeah. I'm having some exciting new things in store for you guys soon, and I hope everyone has a great day. Remember to hug yourself today and perhaps have an orgasm. All right, talk to you guys soon.